Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks like, oh, fuck, three, two, one. Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports. And joining me, the founder and CEO at Influencer, a software platform that helps teams and athletes tell their story together on social media. Welcome, Jim Cavale. Jim, excited to have you back on the show. Always great to be on your show, Rob, and really excited about what you're doing to tie sports and marketing together for uh, those people out there in the sports world. So, Jim, you've been on the show multiple times, and I've been following the journey of Influencer, and you're very much an inspiration to me and others out there who make an impact on the world, who do great things in the world of sports and marketing. And I wanted to see if you could give us an update on the growth of the company, what's been going on, but also what you've learned in the last six months. Well, you know, when I set out to do this, Rob, I was coming off of an exit of a brick and mortar fitness brand that we built from really a garage to almost 50 locations across the country. And, you know, I, I had a, a good set of entrepreneurship skills, but as far as building a software company, let alone a software company in the sports world, um, I was coming in pretty green. So when we, when we got going, we wanted to have some flagship clients, not only to generate revenue, because we wanted to make sure that, that whoever was working with us was investing in what we were doing, but we also wanted them to use it so we could learn objectively and subjectively from data on what, what our product needed to become. And that's really what we've done over the first year with Influence. So we launched the product in September of 2017, uh, three flagship clients we launched with. Uh, including Kentucky basketball and Auburn football, two pretty big programs that um, we were proud to have on board at the beginning. And we've added another dozen plus since then. We're at uh, over 15 big-time college brands now using our product. But what we set out to do isn't necessarily what we're doing now with the product because of the learnings from the end users, which are athletes and coaches, receiving content from the middle users, the teams, that shoot content and create it and need it's a content delivery mechanism, which is what influencer is, to get it to those athletes and coaches. Um, and so we simplified the platform to do just that, what I explained. And I'm not going to bore you with what we started with, but it was a journey of collecting data on how people use the product and uh, survey data, more subjective data, and what they thought of the product as time went on to get it to where it is today. What's been the biggest challenge for you? I think the biggest challenge is making sure you work with the right client. So you want to, if you're us, you know, you're a content delivery platform between teams and athletes. You want to work with teams that are A, proactive about shooting lots of content. They need to have several employees on campus, on their creative team, shooting pictures, videos, editing together videos, doing designed imagery and gifts um, on a daily basis. Um, if, they're, if they're not, you got to be strong enough to say no and not work with those clients because they're not going to end up being um, a best fit for the platform. Um, the second thing they got to be really um, big on is, is branding their assets, which is a touchy topic right now in college sports, but you're starting to see it become the new arms race. You're starting to see um, college athletic departments hire these creative staff members to shoot content and invest in that the same way they used to invest in weight rooms in the 70s and 80s that nobody else had or locker rooms. Uh, in the 90s and, and 2000s that nobody had, barber chairs, 
<laughs> for people to get their hair cut. Like the new thing is digital. And that's what the young athlete cares about. And so if we can find programs that care about those two things, creating content and branding their athletes for the sake of their program, recruiting, PR, and for the sake of the student athlete, him or herself, who really deserves to leverage the attention that's on them in this short window of time to create a following and a brand they can leverage after sports are over. If these schools care about that, they're a fit. And we only want to work with schools like that and being strong enough to not even pursue the other schools, no matter how big their quote unquote brand is, is then the biggest challenge. So let's dig into that a little bit because that's a huge challenge for businesses everywhere, but especially if you're just starting out on your entrepreneurial journey where you're like, all right, uh, I've got my business and maybe I have no clients or I have one or two. And oftentimes when times are tough, you may not have the, the money that's coming in there. You may be more apt to uh, try and take any client that you can and almost hope that you can change them or hope that it can be a fit. But have you always been like this with wanting to work with the right clients? Because I know even personally on my own end, uh, it is oftentimes a struggle because you so much want to provide value and work with a lot of different brands and people. But oftentimes uh, finding the exact fit is easier said than done. And it's not easy to walk away. Yeah, first of all, no, I haven't always been like this. And I would say I'm still not fully like this. I still struggle with it. That's why I, I answered the, the biggest struggle question with that answer. I mean, for me, um, you know, I've learned in business to, um, A, get deep in one niche and not try to be everything to everyone. And B, when, within that niche, work with people who you think are going to be successful using your platform and do everything you can to mitigate churns. Um, up front by only working with the best fit. So I've learned those things, but you know what I mean? I, I've also learned countless things about how to do things right as a father or uh, a husband, but I still make those mistakes sometimes because that's just how we are as human beings. So I'm aware of it, um, but I'm not hundred percent at it. As far as, you know, the whole, the whole um, issue I brought up is it applies to what I'm doing. It's really interesting because like, for instance, the top five college football programs, like I'd say three out of five of them um, are not going to be proactive about the personal branding of their athletes. Um, and the reason that that is, is because they're pretty comfortable winning games on the field right now. And they've created brands that a lot of the big time athletes still want to go to. And so they're going to, they're going to take a little longer. They're going to be laggards in this whole philosophy. Whereas, some of the schools who might be in the latter part of the top 25 or even group of five schools that aren't in the power five might be pro more proactive on this because it can be an edge for them, right? And so that's something I find interesting. We rank um, our usage every week with all of our clients and we rank it by how many shares occurred through um, their athletes on the influencer app. So basically the way it works is every athlete for every school we serve has an app where they receive updated uh, content pieces of themselves, pictures, videos, etc. every time they're uploaded by the client, which is the school that they play for. And they can then share it on their Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. And we track that they shared it. We track the reach cross-platform that those content pieces get for the sake of the school on the recruiting, PR, and branding front. And so we rank usage every week. Um, and I'd say on average, 40% of the top 10 schools 
in our top 10 ranking um, are group of five schools. So, you know, the Troys and UAD um, will a lot of times outperform um, some of the bigger schools and power five conferences that we serve. So we've got to be okay sometimes having a brand that's not necessarily as big of a, uh, you know, impact when we announce it as uh, other brands, but we know that in the end, it's going to be a great use case. It's going to help the school and help us grow our business. Absolutely love that. Jim, where can people connect with you and Influencer? You can connect with me at Jim Caval on all social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. I'm, I'm on all of them telling my story every day. Jim Caval is J-I-M-C-A-V like Victor, A-L-E. Um, and you can also follow Influencer on those platforms. It's just at I-N-F-L-C-R. And as always, I'd love to hear from you on this episode. What do you do to try and find the right clients that are the right fit for you? Hit me up on social media, on Instagram at Rob underscore Cressy. And if you'd like to get some content creation tips to help you on your journey, go to bacon and sign up for my newsletter. That's it. That's all.